this guy, that guy, and this other guy in. We've seen that laser shot a few times already this year from Brock Besser. He's got himself a spring. Head up all the way, head up, head up, head up, big look, and then you can hear the ping, the shooter's ping. You can see that shot knocked down. Hendrick, attack for Daniel. Such a go, he scores! The Area 51 Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's Area 51 Hockey Podcast with Nick, Sean, and Jess. How are you boys doing today? Well, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, just uh, finished up a beautiful night last night at the P&E. Had a good old time. You know, rode that uh, that ride, uh, the Beast. Broke down last week. Oil spilled all over everyone, but they got it all fixed up. And, uh, you know, it was, it was really living on that ride. Nice, nice. How about you, Sean? Uh, yeah. It's been a day, man. It's been a day. Uh, like, if, you know how people have a case on Mondays? Well, that's uh, that's my. You had fifty-two. Yeah. You had fifty-two Mondays in one Monday. Oh man, yeah. Like, okay, so I was supposed to work up at TRU here in Kamloops for the day, just helping, you know, set up bank accounts and banking and stuff for international students as they come to school. And I forgot, um, so I went to my banking center that I work in downtown Kamloops, um, got dropped off, and realized that I was in completely the wrong part of town, and I needed to get to the other part of town in like half hour, 20 minutes. Uh, so I did a lot of running this morning. Um, oh, 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 no, <laughs> all uphill, yeah. too, all uphill. So, it was Wait, uh, whoa, whoa. Nice day. you ran? I thought you meant like when you said running, you were like running around like in your car. No, like literally in like. <laughs> no wonder you weren't replying to your text today. God. Oh, man. Uh, I thought you I, died. Okay, long, long story short, though, I actually beat everybody to TRU, which I'm very proud of. Um, was your suit was, just soaked? You must have stunk. Oh god, I was sweating like a pig, dude. I was, but like, thankfully, I was wearing a vest, so like, it hid like my back sweat, and I just needed to wipe my forehead, and then I was good, and I looked normal. Like I told people, I ran today, and they didn't—they didn't believe me. They're like, "Oh, you were running late," and haha. And I was like, "No, like I literally was running late today." <laughs> so, um. Yeah, today was a day, man, and then so that was. Oh, that is a that beauty of a story. I like. Oh, that is a that is a fifty-two Monday <laughs> story right there. Well, you guys are like, did you die? I was like, no, but I wish I did. Like, I wish I did today. <laughs> oh man, my Monday made my, the rest of my week worse for me coming up. Uh, this is why yeah. you always buy the insurance. So we. This is a little bit oh, hockey oh, related, really? actually. Oh, so here you go. Oh, oh, oh really? So why, why would you buy insurance? Now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here we go. We're doing the at the Sandman Center in town where the Bla- the WHL team, the Blazers play. We're redoing all the concessions, and they ordered right. a bunch of um, stainless steel double sided plywood, and this comes all the way from Quebec. So they they load it up, they ship it out to us all the way from Quebec on a flat deck. It comes in, we get like six big lifts or whatever these are like the insurance on each of these things is like 500 bucks to cover them in case of damages or whatever like that so they're on a flat deck it 
Obviously gets rained on or whatever. No big deal at the time. Well, for some reason, all of these panels, because it rained while they were going and the water was just sitting in them, there must have been some type of salt or it hit some acid rain or something like that. And all of these panels have corrosion all over them. Oh, no. So now my boss, who didn't decide to pay the three grand for the insurance on all these, is stuck with them because he was like, that's a ripoff. And now for the next two days at work, I get to work. Tw- I'm gonna get to work twelve hour days once I'm back from the railroad tomorrow, and buff out a buff a bunch of aluminum panels so I can have it all ready for the concession next week. And this is oh, awesome. that sounds Ooh. that sounds great. Yeah, before preseason games, this job was supposed to be in Wednesday. It's not gonna happen until next no. Wednesday now because we just like tripled Jeez. our work. So this is why you always pay the insurance because now my boss is gonna pay more in labor. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. Sign the story. Literally get insurance on everything. It is worth it. Yeah. Even if you don't think you need it. You <laughs> Even, the Even the aluminum panels. Even the aluminum panels. Oh, man. Anyway. Well, I'd, I'd trade my Monday for yours, Jess. Like, I'll be in P&E next weekend. And I was I was checking in with you to see if all the rides are back open again. Because yeah, I, I love especially the, roller, the wooden roller coaster. That's my jam, man. And that, the lineup for that next the lineup for that though was crazy. I can well, they like out of everything, it was the worst lineup. Really, like, every ride you unless you buy the fast pass or whatever was forty five minutes to an hour guaranteed. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah, the and the wooden one was probably an hour and a half, maybe even two hours. But it, we did go on a weekend, like the busy weekend. So are you are you not going to be at Hayden's wedding? No, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be. Um, okay, so next weekend's pretty busy for me. So it's um, mine and Cassie's second anniversary tomorrow. Oh, so congrats, we're... bud. <laughs> yeah, so that's why we're going down September long. So we're going to go and um, basically spend all of Saturday down in Vancouver for the P&E and stuff. Yeah. Uh, we'll catch the Billy Idol concert and stuff, which will be cool. Be cool. And then... Uh, we'll spend the next day kind of around Kamloops. We'll come back on Sunday, spend some time kind of around the, our area here, and then go to Hayden's wedding. Oh, yeah. And then probably die on Monday. So Yeah. <laughs> big, big, big shout out to our buddy Hayden, who's getting married next weekend. So that should be, that should be fun. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess It'd we should. It's kind of cool because all three of us are going to be back in like in, the in same one place spot. For, for the first time in however long. I was going to say, this is the first time all three of us have been together since we started this podcast, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Absolutely, yeah. We well, might have to do a wedding special. There you go. Well, <laughs> maybe we'll have to do something, throw out some Twitter clips or something like that. We'll figure it out. Oh, later. yeah. We'll, we'll come up with something all fun. Th- all three that. of us just dancing or something. There you go. <laughs> we need alien costumes, guys. Oh, that would be... Kyle! But you know what we won't <laughs> be doing at that wedding? Cocaine. Oh, no. <laughs> we will not be, we will not be doing that. won't be that much fun. Well, I mean, Wait, have you checked with Hayden? Have you checked with Hayden about that? About I think Hayden put yeah. him on a four-year ban, too. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I think he's on the guest list now. Yeah. <laughs> Live with a party. So, so, interesting thing about this, hey? Like, he he's banned from international play 
Um, he's not banned from the NHL because it has nothing to do with the collective bargaining agreement. It's not a banned sub- substance in the NHL. Funny thing about, remember those videos that surfaced uh, in May, May or, yeah, May, yeah. Um, with him in that hotel room? Uh, mm-hmm. him, him doing, you know, well, not him doing, but there was, um, him around a, cocaine. there was a, yeah. there, well, there was a white substance on the table and, um, <laughs> it and, was cocaine and, in a, in a perfect and people, line and mm. people were partaking. And yeah. funny thing about this is he was adamant. I never touched that stuff. I didn't do it. Blah, blah, blah. Interviewed with the team, the NHL, and they all passed him, right? Like they're like, oh yeah, it's all good. And then. When the uh, international, the IIHF is like, uh, so we tested you, you had cocaine in your system, and you're banned. And he's like, I accept the consequences. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was just calling you know, the bluff. He didn't touch it until right before their test. He just didn't want to play he's, international he's hockey. Like, yeah, he's like, he's like, I really don't care about the Olympics. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, Olympics, too much work. Yeah. Oh, hey, maybe yeah. he wants the time off. Yeah. <laughs> well, he got it. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. But uh, oh, yeah. I just love how he's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. It's just the whole innocent until proven guilty. Oh, yeah. He's like, I didn't yeah. do it. I didn't do it. And then they're like, oh, it's in your blood. He's like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds <didn't>, right. Uh, <laughs> whoops. Whoops. I'm sorry. I did it. But, but I think what the NHL did of not actually doing any at least yet anyways not been suspended as i think is the right move he he won't be suspended yeah yeah they came on so they won't it's not like an important a performance enhancing drug so and if anything i think they've done the right his sellies i think there you go there you go yeah just jumping through the the glass (laughs) (laughs) the bird flying besides that like I think what they've talked about, like, I've heard things like, okay, they won't maybe ban him from playing, but they won't allow him to play until he takes, like, a rehab session. Like, I don't, none of this has been true, but I've heard inklings of this going around. And I think that's the right thing to do in a situation like this is make sure that that person gets help first before deciding on a judgment or anything and making him go to a rehab. If that's your case before he could play again, I think is a better thing than just outright banning him. Yeah. Well, and I think it really depends. Like, I'm not a drug expert by any means, but if you're, you know, there's certain substances that, although they have addictive qualities, maybe somebody uses them recreationally for once in a while and isn't addicted. So a rehab facility for a drug that you're not addicted to doesn't make a whole lot of sense either, right? Like, for example, if Kuznetsov only ever used cocaine the one time, yes, it's in his blood, but does he necessarily need to go to a rehabilitation center because he did it the one time? I don't know. No, I don't. I don't think so. Like, per, right? I don't think he does need. Uh, he he doesn't no, need to. Do but, I. Um, yeah. but if that's what the NHL requires him to play another NHL game, so be it. Then absolutely, yeah. And I'm yeah. all for because, it. Because because Bill Daly made a very like a very. It was a good statement. He said cocaine isn't considered a performance enhancing drug and is therefore not a. a like he he hasn't violated anything. Substance or anything. He hasn't yeah. violated yeah. anything to do with the performance enhancing uh, substance program. Yeah, he didn't right? pull a Shea Theodore, right, from last year mm. with the substance. Oh, oh no, yeah. no, that was Nate Schmidt. Sorry, that Nate was Schmidt. Nate Schmidt. My Shea apologies. Theodore? Yeah. No, no, Shea Theodore didn't. Yeah, yeah. Because how many how, how yeah. many days did or how many games did he 20. get? Twenty. Twenty. Twenty games. Yeah. 
Got a hefty. Yeah. I can't remember. Did they reduce it at all? I don't think they did. No, I don't think they, they did. Whoa, 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 no. That... No, never he mind. Tried. Yeah, he tried. Sorry, like, which I I understand completely. If because there's sometimes you know like these all these players, most of them on supplements and uh, something to enhance like their workouts or anything like that, just to get proper vitamins and stuff in them. So if one of them happens to have trace amounts and they're like their personal trainer doesn't catch it and now they've taken it, like they're not doing it to cheat. Like yeah. some of these are really there, picky rules. So there was one. Um, I I can't remember the play. Uh, the player's name, but he was in the, he was in the NFL. Was it the NFL? And he was caught doping. No, no, no. So he he him and his wife were trying to get pregnant, and the doctor put him on some like kind of some hormones to help them get pregnant. And one oh, of man. the one of the hormones was a, a against the performance enhancing like substances in the um, agreement with the NFL and he got suspended four games for it. And he just took it as a champ. He's like, he came out with a statement. He's like, so me and my wife were trying to get pregnant and this is what, he just told his side of the story. Right. And everyone was just kind of like, he's like, I'm not going to appeal it. Cause uh, yeah, that was in my system, but this is my side of the story. And everyone was just like, okay, respect. Yeah. That's I cool. didn't hear that story. Yeah. Well, like, okay, if you're if you're the doctor in that situation, though, like, aren't you in some hot water? Because you're you know that the guy's in the NFL, and you just pursue. I mean, I don't know. Like, that just seems weird. Like, well, I don't know. Maybe at the same time, I'm not time, sure what you would do to fix that. But may, like, he may, that doctor may not know every single drug they can and can't take. You know what I mean? Like, he's just gonna yeah. go off. Yeah. He's well, just gonna go off what's gonna be the most beneficial. Either. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, he he doesn't work for the team. Like, he's not. He, no. He's just yeah. It's not a team doctor. Well, and you're not gonna have a doctor that works for the team that's trying to help him and his wife have a baby. Either. Yeah. So, I think if anything, it's up to the just player. Just a weird situation. I think if anything, in that situation, it's up to the player to go tell a doctor and be like, yeah, "I'm an NFL player. These are." The drugs that are, are not the allowed to take, have. like, yeah, you got to work around this if that's yeah. the case. But like you said, he seems or to take it like a champ, personal so. trainer or something. Yeah. You know, like, okay, this is the guy who knows especially what I can and cannot have. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I guess it's a bit of a personal thing too, right? Like, you're trying to have a baby with your wife, and I'm sure you don't want like the whole the world knowing about, being yeah. Like, hey, like, how can we help? You know, <laughs> this seems a little weird, but and he's been cheering from the sideline. That's cool that he took it like a champ like that. At least it was only four games and not like twenty. You know, yeah. Like, well, well that, actually, if you think about it, that's, that's a about a quarter of the season. Just I was, like I was gonna say true. for them, for them, that's twenty percent of the season, and like that's a big deal. Yeah, that's just yeah, like, that's pretty much equivalent then. Yeah, so it would be like fifteen games or something for the NHL. So yeah, yeah, crazy man. You probably uh, just like to have the time at home too. <laughs> yeah, can't blame the guy. Work on making that baby more. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, uh, not a lot of hockey news this week. Just some minor signings we'll touch on. Uh, Tampa manages to keep oh, finding ways to Tampa sign people, Bay. and they get Patty like... Maroon, one year, nine hundred k. Yeah, Patty Maroon disgusting that you know tampa bay they, they make bad signings and everyone's like how can i bail you out of this and <laughs> and and give you our first rounder 
and then <laughs> make it so you can sign like a guy that has Stanley Cup experience now in your dressing room. For less room. than a mil. He's slow. For less than a million. He's slow, but it's a good deal. Okay, I was it's saying, a great deal. What I want to ask, like, sorry, is what do you think Tampa's signed as bad deals? Because I can't really think of many bad deals that Tampa's signed. No, but they have guys that they want to get rid of to yeah, sign younger sure. people, and, yeah. and they end up yeah. getting picks for it. Like, Yeah, okay. I see, I see where you're coming from. Sorry. Yeah, I thought you meant like... Tossed aside Callahan and Miller and... Yeah, yeah Callahan uh, was... And yeah. they end up picking up Shattenkirk and Pat Maroon now for, for nothing cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Which, I mean, that's great. That's great GMing, man. I was reading on NHL.com today about how they weren't really sure if, uh, uh, who's the older foot brother, Cal or Nolan? Cal. Cal foot. So they weren't yes. quite sure if he was ready to make the jump this year into the NHL. He had a great year last year. He had like 42 points in 72 games uh, in the AHL. Um, but they weren't, they didn't quite think he could do it right at the beginning of the year. They think he'll be like a mid-season call-up. So the Shattenkirk signing was perfect for them. Mm. Well, and Cameroon too, to like kind of give a buffer for some of those guys because they've got a few in their system that, I mean, that's the thing. Tampa has been the model franchise for so long, right? Like, they've got a great team that is a perennial contender. They've got really deep prospect pools because they're able to draft these guys in out of obscure places and deep in the draft. Um, like the, And then they can maneuver their way out of contracts so well too like if they've got a guy that's now crippling their plans when these young draft picks are now up for contract renewals they can just toss them aside get more picks and replenish again like it's they've got this incredible system going in tampa that's exactly what you want your jam to be able to do yeah you know that's how you that's how you keep your competitive window open for as long as tampa is you know, every year everybody's guessing them to win the cup. They're trying know. to be the sharks of like the early two thousands. Except they want to win. <laughs> <laughs> the sharks wanted yeah. to win too. The sharks. The Dude, sharks, the sharks came up short. The sharks, the sharks were always. In, they were always in the Western Conference final. Remember, always. there was like three years in a row. They were the. They just couldn't make the like over the hump into the Stanley yeah. Cup finals. Dude, the sharks have made the and then they did, eighteen they of twenty years. years. Like yeah. it's insane. They have the oh, most. Like, they have the most playoff wins in twenty years, but and they don't have a cup to show for it. Like they have hundred and four playoff wins thing. or something. That's nuts. Like that's yeah, winning the that's cup the thing, like, like six times theoretically. If you add oh, it all up, I mean, if you think about some of the teams that San Jose's had too, like some of the players that they've had through their roster, like even last year, you know, they had Velasic. Carlson and Burns all on their decor. Yeah. Honestly, like that's I'm not insane. a I'm that's not like a... three top like like top defenders in the league. Yeah. All in one team. Like that's insane depth. I'm at the and point they still couldn't get it done. I'm at the point where I'm not even a Sharks fan, but I would be happy to see them win. It's kinda of hit that point like the caps, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where everyone you just kinda of wanna see them finally get over the hump in a sense. Well, and I want to see them do it with Joe, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. 
if there was ever kind of a year I wanted to, them to do it, it was fall. Like I want to say last year, but then there were so many controversies that I thought it would taint it. Oh yeah. Um, or if they won last Joe year, Joe Thornton. Uh, like they had Pavelski. Like those those two, I thought deserved it. And now Pavelski's not a shark, so. I mean, two. I would. I love Eric Carlson. I think he's a great player, just great person, and I would have loved to see him, him win it too. But it's mostly individuals for me that I cheer for on Sharks. Hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. Like, because they like are Joe. divisional rivals. But... I, I always cheer for Joe. Joe's an awesome dude. Yeah. Well, there's certain that... players that are a caliber that I mean Canucks fans can relate to, right? Like we had the Sedins, we had Linden, we had great players that never won. Well, you know, I want I want Joe to win. To I want yeah. Joe to win. That's the thing is what I'm saying is we have we have an understanding as Canucks fans of what the Sharks are going through with Joe Thornton. Yeah. Well, you that, want to win with Joe. That was me even when Calgary had Iginla. Like I hate yeah. Calgary, but I love Iginla, especially being a, a former Blazer, right? Like growing up here and everything. Yeah. So. Exactly. So well, anyway. there's certain players, you know, like Henrik Lundqvist. Like, I hate, I'm not a Ranger fan. You know, I'm a Canuck fan, so obviously I'm not a Ranger fan. I mean, Nick, especially, you're a Montreal fan. You hate the Rangers. But Henrik Lundqvist? Yeah. Oh, I respect that. Like, I would love to see that dude win a cup. Yeah. Right? There's just certain players in the league where you really want, like, you really vouch for them and hope Henrik, that they can go deep. In the Henrik Lundqvist, for me, would be the perfect... Ray, Ray Borkmo, where he goes from a team I hate to a team I don't hate as much and then win. <laughs> I don't yeah. like the Rangers at all. It would be yeah. like him him going to like Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> Do oh, can you imagine? I would cheer for that team so I already cheer much. for that team. They follow me on Twitter. So. We already do. Oh, no. so, I'm, I'm butthurt over that, man. <laughs> yeah, Jess trying was so funny. Was you were best. trying so hard to well, get another like, this follow, is like, This too. is a good story. So I'm a Habs fan Next as one. well oh, as a Canucks okay, fan. You want to follow me? Sure. No, no, no. I was, literally, I was literally like, oh, as a Habs fan, does that mean I'm not allowed to like the Carolina Hurricanes? Or I'm not allowed to get love? I can't remember Mike's actually, but I sent it to the to the Canes in a Twitter thread, and they're like, well, we followed you back, so that means you're okay. And I was just like, holy crap, they actually followed me. And then Jess is trying to get in on this after. He's like, hey, I love you too. Yeah, I love you too, I'm a Canucks fan. And then I'm like, well, fine, I'm going to just steal Sarah Kim from you. That was good. Anyways, I was dying. I was like, I'm not jumping in on this too. Like, as much as I would also love the Hurricanes to... To follow me, but Seriously? I am jealous of that. I wasn't gonna jump in on that trade and be like, please, <laughs> like all of the reason that we want to have them follow us. So <laughs> yeah, it was basically it was a basically like a what about me? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and they just completely ignored you, didn't they? Yeah, yeah no, they didn't even like. You know what's funny though? I think I got like three or four likes from from. Kane's fans, though. Oh, dude, my, my Twitter was blown oh, up that man. day from Kane's fans. It was hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah, so they're like, uh, you know what was funny is is everyone was just like, oh my goodness, a Habs fan that's not yeah, a I jerk. Know, right? And then I want I, I wanted I wanted to be like, yeah, but he's from the West Coast. It doesn't count. It, it's true. Yeah, they they don't know that. that I'm not from. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know, Harry. Uh, that was that was so a good. Funny. That was funny. Um. So the other minor signing that happened this week was the good guy Derek Broussard. Um, <laughs> oh, that's an inside story, but we don't we have time. I don't think we have time. We'll see at the end. We'll see at the oh, end. I think no. I think you gotta. No, you, I think you just gotta dedicate this next five minutes to telling this story. Okay, fine. I think I, I, think I can recap this really quick if you let me. Okay, I'm do, hoping that I could give it. Justice, recap it because but... I'm gonna scroll back in our chat and find what I said at the time. So go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So we were talking about Broussard possibly signing with Edmonton. That was the big rumor at the time, and. Uh, we were talking about Broussard back in his Pittsburgh days because Jess no, is a, it, a it, Penguins it, fan. It said, it said, you guys said, and I said, what a loser. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, we were talking about how slow he was, like, comparatively to any of his line mates in Pittsburgh. And you called him an ice cream chalk. Oh, yeah. That's it. And <laughs> Nick's like, because he brings joy to children. <laughs> Not because he's big and slow, but it was because he brings joy to children. And then Nick dropped, if you have the message. Oh, I'm trying to uh, find it. Oh, oh man. It there was, is. It it's a huge, this... long story about how Broussard brings joy to children. Oh, I hope you And so that's it. become our inside joke now, is that all, now with yeah. him signing on the island that all the children are very happy. They're true. I, I, okay, I found it. Here we go. Here's the joke. <laughs> so, so Jess is like, he's like an ice cream truck out there. And I was like, I love this analogy because instead of thinking how slow an ice cream truck goes through a uh, neighborhood, I thought he brings joy to children. And I instantly lolled once I realized how messed up that could sound. And then Sean was like, Broussard just bringing smiles to all the kitties out here. And then I don't know what I was on at this time. I was just, oh, man. I was just, I just thought of this random one. So here's what I said after that. I was like, Crosby and Broussard visit a children's hospital. They get the auditorium ready. Kids of all ages are there. We would like to announce our special guest tonight. Tonight. Three-time Stanley Cup winner, Sidney Crosby. But this time, it's an awkward silence all around. No one knows what to do. Why aren't the kids cheering? The announcer almost forget that Derek Broussard's there. So he quick he announces him a well. And teammate, Derek Broussard. All of a sudden, the kids are jumping and fist-bumping. Kids are throwing their cake around. Nurses are showing tit. And even the paraplegic gets up like the second coming of Jesus and says, This is the best news of my life. Derek Broussard in the crowd. The parents and the doctors are astonished by the reaction. Did Broussard just cure cancer? Nah. He just brought joy to the, those children like no one else could. <laughs> I don't know where this came from. I just thought of it, and it just rolled with it. And I literally don't think these two have stopped crying. Oh, it was. I was on. Okay, I erupted. I was dying. I was dying. I was just like, where did that come from? That was just like, so left field. But then when the the rumor hit that he was gonna go to Edmonton, it was just like. Man, the hospitals must be just so joyful <laughs> there. Like, they're just, and then he went to the island. What about the children? children? <laughs> this is what the dumbest the thing ever. <laughs> Derek Broussard doesn't. Derek Broussard doesn't bring joy to the city of Edmonton. Nobody can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> This is like McDavid who we want for Broussard. <laughs> exactly. 
That's exactly it. McDavid and Broussard like show up to a children's hospital. McDavid who? Broussard. I want Broussard. Seven by seven. I feel, like, I feel like we should fly to Edmonton for the home opener and just start the chant, <laughs> We want Broussard. No, no. When the Islanders go to Edmonton, we gotta figure that date out. <laughs> we want Broussard. Yeah, bring joy to the kids. If Broussard, okay, when the Islanders play in Edmonton, if Broussard gets a hat trick, I will buy a side Islanders Broussard jersey. Mark it. <laughs> okay. Mark yeah, it. Do you remember this? Oh, man. So, I mean, not really. It's never going to happen. <laughs> but if it did, I will laugh until I die. I'm, like, actual, I'm like, 80 see. years from now, I'll still be laughing about this. I'm going to tweet yes, I'm looking and be like, it. just, just <laughs> pop up the puck to Broussard every chance you can. Jeez. Uh, so, oh, man. The, the there, there really isn't actually a lot of news on this. I think it's a good depth for the Islanders because I think they actually didn't, they had a really good fourth line last year, and I actually don't think they want to yeah. break that up. So I think bringing Broussard in is a good third-line option for them. Because their third and yeah, fourth line are very interchangeable, but what they called their fourth line last year was just, like, they clicked. Yeah. So, and I think that's exactly where I see him fitting in, too, is in a third-line role. Like, Yeah, like I'll... Potentially, if he can spark some offense again in his, in his game, then this is a great signing. 100%. And I think it's almost a little bit like, I mean, to a lesser extent than the Pat Maroon with Tampa Bay, where you have some guys that are coming up and you just want to give them kind of a buffer space, right? And I think Broussard's good for that. Uh, yeah. And if he clicks, then great. If not, he bought you a year of development for those guys. Yeah. Uh, I don't just have a great prospect pool. So it'll it'll be interesting to see who takes the next leap in like yeah. a year or so. This isn't a this isn't a uh, this is a low risk high reward contract because even if he just is okay, but for some reason the Islanders don't see themselves doing anything by the dread deadline, they could probably flip him for a, a late pick. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. He's been kind of traded around quite a bit lately, so I mean he still has value. He's like the new Thomas Vanek almost that way. Yeah. Basically. Except Panic oh. scored a lot of goals wherever he went. So. I, mi- I miss Tommy Gunn. Yeah. Oh, what a good guy. I think the best part about the Broussard signing was the fact that Edmonton had hope and that they lost it. <laughs> no, Mc- the children Mc- had hope. McDavid McDav- <laughs> McDav- McDav- was like, are you actually acquiring a teammate for me? And Holland was like, <laughs> no. He's like an NHL player? What is that? I saw this. I saw, uh, no. I saw this tweet today where it was like, Connor McDavid is the best player in the world. He could get any amount of money he could, and he left money on the table in Edmonton so they could get teammates. And the top reply was, he left money on the table, and he still doesn't have teammates. So, he's an idiot <laughs> for leaving money on the table, because if he took more money, he still wouldn't have teammates. Yeah. yeah exactly. He just allowed uh, them to fill more... Well, he allowed them to fit... Vezina candidate trophy winner, Koskinen. Miko Koskinen on their team. Yeah, so, I said uh, that name right. <laughs> You're one without the discount. How could they fit Koskinen? Right, <laughs> that what thirty to forty game experience sent him to a four. Oh yeah, team. yeah. He was unreal so, in that performance. So I guess, like Bennington I, out there. I guess last week, like you know, this was in the last week. Like uh, there was a report that the. 
Besser's camp wants four year deal at seven million. Like we, we mm-hmm. didn't really have that to talk about last week. So um Why isn't you know, this deal talk- signed? Well This is a perfect deal. They're probably just honestly working out the signing bonuses. Like probably. that that Well probably- that and I think the the comparable, if I'm not mistaken, is Timo Meyer. Yeah. And Timo makes a ton of money in the final year of that contract. And I like Benning said that he's terrified of that. And so yeah. I think it just comes down to like figuring it's out exactly the A B. It's it it doesn't matter to Benning. It's more about the ownership wanting to fork over that much money in the last year of a contract. He's worried exactly. because if he ever wants to trade him to Ottawa, he can't do it. <laughs> yeah, Ottawa's like, no, no. We, He's going to have a $1 million cap hit in the final year. Yeah. Watch, watch Ottawa trade all the all the players that have already received all their signing bonuses, but like have a full cap hit, but they're <laughs> actually only paying like $30 million. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, yeah no, it's I, unbelievable. Seven time. seven by four is perfect. It doesn't bring him to UFA. Let's get, get that yeah, clear. He key. doesn't. That yeah. it's a reason why this year he's not eligible for an offer sheet because he didn't make the game threshold in that first year. So he can't be offer Same sheet in four years brings him to still being an RFA. I think so it's a perfect a th- kind of th- deal. You get the cap, like the salary to the player, which is a little bit high but i think that's right where all the connects i don't think everybody no but i mean it's like it's higher because it's a shorter term deal right and it gives team control in our fit right team omaira only make a hit of six i think it's exactly what the connects should do i had besser at seven kind of 7.3 in my head which i got a question ignoring the term would you rather have besser at seven or william nylander at 6.9 I think I would honestly have Bessie. Besser, yeah, for the extra hundred k. Because because so doesn't I'm gonna, sorry one sec doesn't line in six point nine six something or other like it's not even around it's not even an even who? six point nine yeah Nylander, sir. Oh, yeah. it's it's what was it, it was like six nine six so yeah something yeah like something that. like that so it's something same. weird it's really weird yeah. Yeah, it's basically like six point, like it's just shy of seven. Yeah. Like it's really close. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. I think that um, it'll get done probably like five days or three days before training camp. Like kind of like close. Yeah. Yeah. And it and it's not going to be a big deal. Yeah. No, it won't be a big distraction. Everybody will be yeah. happy for him. He'll so be Quinn, happy coming into Quinn the camp. Hughes is also the same boat. Eh? He he won't be able to get offer sheeted either no. when he's done his entry exactly. level. So that's kind of nice to think about. Um, you know, there is a bit of a risk drafting uh, the college kids, but there's also a reward if you make them play five games and then put them in the NHL. There's a reward that they aren't, they're, they're not exposed to this whole RFA game that everyone's been playing. Yep. You get more years of team control. Burn, yeah, the, exactly. burn a year of the ELC, but keep the RFA yeah. years. Exactly. That's what matters. The biggest trick is don't let them play more than 10 games. Yeah. Yeah. Right? In the first if year. If you play more than 10 games in that first year, say goodbye to all those perks. Right? You're, well, you're like, either going to play the guy from the beginning of the year, or he's finished his college, or and you manage the nine. So, so you want to hear yeah. my hot take? You want to hear my hot take, boys? Tyler Maybe. Madden 
ends the season on the Vancouver Canucks, plays six games. I would love that. Um, but mind you, I don't think it'll be Tyler Madden. I think it'll be Will Lockwood. Or both. I don't but it depends either. on if Tyler Madden wants to play another or stay another year at college or not. I don't think no. I don't think he. I don't yet. think he will. I don't think. He, I think this is his push. For, I think he wants the championship this year, and then he makes the jump to pro next year. So, I don't think either of them. Whereas will we know, personally. we know Lockwood will be done at, in 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 university this year. Though this is his last year. Yeah. And he's yeah. captaining his team, oh, yeah. right? Michigan. I'm, I'm not saying it's because of their scale. I'm just thinking the Canucks, A, already have too many players, and B, I expect them to be pushing for a playoff spot right up until the end, basically. Until the last three or four games, and that'll determine it. But that being, that being said, your roster spot situation becomes a lot easier to manage later in the season. It does, right? but that, do you see Green throwing in a rookie when there's three or four games left and they're two points back of a playoff spot? I mean, if it's that close, maybe not. If but, it's, if we I, mean, I don't see why it would be harmful when you have some of the guys that we do. Yeah, I, if like, we're would eliminated, I play Lockwood over Louis? Yes. Yes, agreed. If there, if there's 10, 15 games left, and they're around like eight to ten points back, and then they're not making ground in those next five games, absolutely, I could see them. But I honestly expect the Canucks to be content. I don't think we'll know if the Canucks are a playoff team or not until about five games left in the season. So mm, I just don't no, see it. No, well, no. with them we'll being know, a bubble we'll team, know. it's possible. No, but right? we'll know if they're a playoff team way before that. They might make the playoffs and not be a playoff team. Yeah, my point is that we'll. I think around right. five games or left is we'll know if they're gonna be pushing for a playoff spot or not. Yeah, you think they're gonna be like mm-hmm. kind of Montreal last year, where like they had a good exactly. start, and then they were in the wild card for most of the year, and then they just kind of. You know, came just, up just short. It was just short. Yeah, and, like if they're in a situation like Montreal last year where it's literally the last day or the last week, until they're eliminated at that point, I don't see them bringing up the kids. But if they're two or three, like Florida last year, I think Florida was eliminated like two weeks before the end of the season, then I can mm-hmm. see them playing some people. Yeah. See, that um, being said too, I think like if I'm in that situation, even if I'm we're battling it out right to the end like Montreal was last season, I still sign Will Lockwood if he wants it. Yeah. And to come up because, I mean, it doesn't hurt to have a young, healthy body on the bench because you know you will face, I mean, in the press box or wherever, even if he doesn't dress. If you're going to make the playoffs, you can you can end up using him. And if not, then, I mean, no harm, no foul, right? You're not going to play him more than 10 games, right? Yeah, agreed. So I, I think at that point, like, whether he actually ends up dressing in a game or not, maybe, maybe not. He might even just do it just to give the kids some experience and a, and a, um, like a really uh, competitive NHL game because everybody knows the games do ramp up around that time of year, uh, just to show them what it's like to be in the show. Um, and then, if if nothing else, it gives him an idea of what to work on and stuff over the summer for training camp. That's fair. Like, you can actually put a lot of young blood in. I mean, mind you, they were definitely out of the playoffs for quite some time. But they, I mean, we put a lot of rookies through at the end. Like, I could see the Canucks still putting in at least one. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Um, I'm going to wrap this up. Like, we're going to, Jess has to go. So I'm going to just keep us kind of on a quick timeline here. 
um, for tonight. What I do want to mention is the Four Nations tourney and Pod Colson, how he's just looking oh. amazing. He is looking strong. He's not putting up crazy points, but he's looking strong on the puck. He, I man, he he is a bulldog, just like they said. Like he is in yeah. the dirty areas. He got leveled to make a pass. Yeah. Did you see yeah. that play? That was that was dedicated. Oh, the kid's a bulldozer. You know. Yeah. The only way you're really gonna stop him is by hauling him down. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because he is strong on his feet. Like there's uh, there's a clip. I don't know if you guys saw this, but. It was him battling in front of the net, and this guy uh, is really leaning on him and trying to shove him. And basically, looks like he's trying to climb on his back, and Pod calls and just tosses him. Yeah. yeah. Did you see? You know, and like he's playing against. Generally, like throughout the season, he's playing against older competition. He's still oh, and Hoglander, we can't we can't forget about him. He's no. doing well too. Oh, his hands are sick. Just ridiculous. I was having a wet dream the other day when I saw um, Pod Colson create that scoring chance and it went to Romanov and Romanov just hit yeah. the outside post. I was like, oh, I, I just need both of you on the same team because I want to watch both of you <laughs> as a Habsing Canucks fan together. Like, oh. Yeah. But no. Well, I mean, and the line mates that uh, Pod Colson has right now, he's actually developing pretty good chemistry with. So it's made it a lot of fun. They just need to, you know, capitalize on their chances but they get they're generating a lot and it's yeah. nice to see like the canucks have the one-man breakout and quinn hughes and then we've got uh, you know, every year, players like Pedersen that can yeah. go coast to coast adding pod colson that can do the same thing but all three in different ways right yeah. quinn he can seems... do it with his skating Pedersen with his hands pod colson with his body pod colson seems like what we wanted jake Bertanen to be yep Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Okay, boys. He, he gives me a lot of, like, old-school power forward feels. And I love Almost that. like Eric Lindros. That's Almost, but Lindros was, like, the cheat code for hockey. Like, he was I, the be, be a pro, build a player kind of guy. No, I know. I'm but just saying, yes, I'm just saying the saying. style. Just, I'm not comparing him to Eric Lindros. I'm just, no, no. I'm just yeah. saying his body... That, his body and style of hockey play kind of reminds me of him a little bit, but that gets me to be great. a steal. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I can't believe we got him at ten. Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Still. If anybody's not happy with that pick, like aside from maybe Cole Caulfield, who did you want? You know, like even Caulfield, Caulfield isn't going to be Pod Coles, and in a lot of ways, like he'll be a great player. I love I think, Cole Caulfield. I think he's but I think score so many bad. goals. I think Cole Caulfield is going to be a goal scorer that Montreal has not had in our lifetime. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I, well, and there's only one other guy that I really wanted to that I thought could slide, and that was Zegris. And then he ended up going at nine. I met Zegris. Goal. That was cool. I was, was devastated. Cool. Yeah, I really thought we were going to get Zegris. Um, but I'm glad we didn't get like Boldy, you know, like nothing against Boldy, but I yeah. much prefer Pot Coles in her Caulfield. Agreed. Okay, gents, we'll wrap it up here. So just gonna get going. Uh, anything you guys want to say? Jeff? No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I usually let Jess go first because oh, I yeah, always have something I, to say. I, I was gonna <laughs> let you go, but that's okay. Um, no, I. 
I'm just excited for the season. Like, this is the middle of the dog days of summer. Oh, speaking of dogs, like, the Canucks had a little uh, post on their Instagram of uh, all the dogs that the Canucks have, man. Everyone's got a dog. It's awesome. Troy, Troy Stetcher, he's got he's got my favorite dog, the Bernese Mountain Dog. It's a beauty. Oh, man, that's a good dog. Yeah. Yeah, Canucks need a dog, man. Like, they need a team dog. That's how they win well, a I mean, Tampa Bay is legit going to win the cup, man. They're signing all these players, and now they got a dog. It's like stealing, <laughs> the stealing Stamkos' gloves. Like, they've, they've got it. Made. They've got it. Yeah. Sean? Um, I'm hoping to put out uh, part two of my series that I started on the Canuck Way, um, five ways that the Canucks can improve off the ice. Um, this one would be more centered around outside of the rink, so stuff that you can do with the fan base. Um, so keep an eye out for that if, if I end up being able to get that done this week or if I have another 52 Mondays left for the rest of the week, maybe I won't, but we'll see. Um, I'm hoping to put that out and uh, yeah, I'll be on the connect yeah. way and I'll share it. Can't wait. I don't have any fun facts um, this week, but I'll leave you guys with no. a question. Okay. Do you think Quinn Hughes wins the Calder next year? No. No, I don't. But I, I, don't. Think, he's a, I think he's a finalist. I do think he makes the finalist. He's going to get um, kind of like Heiskanen last year, like solid, you know, Rob almost. Like, well, Heiskanen didn't yeah. get nominated, but Heiskanen should have. Yeah, I think he was better than Dolan last year, personally, but... Well, Dolan is think... really guaranteed playoffs for uh, Sabres fans next year. <laughs> Yikes, <laughs> we'll see about that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but I you mean, both say Buffalo's no? Buffalo's been a tire fire. Um, I say no. no. I, I say he is a finalist, but he doesn't win it. I no, think I say, Kako yeah, wins I Okay. Yeah, I think he's a fine. I think Kako's more ready to play in the NHL than Jack Hughes as well. I agree. Yeah, I want to say no. Yes, uh, but more was... ready to play in the NHL. I disagree, but mm. I think he'll have a, more of an impact. And generally, forwards win the Calder. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna historically. I was speaking. honestly hoping both of you would say yes, so I could say no. But we're three for three on that. I'm gonna say no. I think he'll <laughs> be a. I think he'll be a finalist. It's either if there's only one defenseman as the finalist, it's gonna be between him and Makar. And then I'm just a Hughes mm-hmm. and Kako will be the two others for sure. Just I, I do think Quinn's ahead of Jack. So I, I think it'll be Kako and then with finalists McCarr and Quinn Hughes. I do like that Quinn Hughes is being discussed like this though. Already. But it's in like a Yeah, but it's more of a tempered expectation, you know, like nobody's going overly crazy on the Quinn Hughes hype. Yeah. Which I think actually ends up working well in his favor. Do you guys know? Really do you guys know who the last defenseman to win the Calder was? No. Oh, I'm not no, going to act like I'm smart. It was, it was Aaron Ekblad for Remember, he got exceptional Oof. status. He got drafted first overall, and he won the yeah. Calder. Right. He won the he won the Calder with less than forty points. Yeah. Wow. Weak draft. That's a weak. Yeah, weak rookie. Uh, rookie year. Um, Matthew Barzell has had the most rookie points in a season since Evgeny Malkin. Fun back to the day. Barzell had an unreal season. And the thing, Besser yeah. was right there. I know. That's pretty awesome. Um, well, one I, thing uh, before we go, yeah. um, we are on Instagram 
Facebook and Twitter. Um, I've been trying to share links uh, between the three so that everybody except for, can except for get today, to them. Except for today when you're running up the side of a mountain. Yeah, I was a little busy today. <laughs> Saw a lot of scenery today. Um, oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I've been trying to share that. So if you're on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, you can find us, follow us. Uh, we also have a Facebook group called the Aliens of Area 51, or the Area 51 Aliens. Um, there you can join the discussion as well. We have a lot of great discussion on Twitter, but I'd love to kind of bring some of that over to other platforms. And uh, we are working on some big things. Keep an eye yeah. out for a possible announcement this week that's really big. Um, yeah, other than that, thanks for listening, man. Yeah, thanks, we appreciate for, all the support. Thanks Have a good week. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in during the dog days. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some exciting news up this upcoming week, and then we'll have training camp. So, until then, we'll oh, talk training to you all camp later. soon. Yep, can't wait. Thanks for tuning into this week's Area 51 hockey podcast. Hope to see you all next week. Till then, farewell.